welcome to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast, where building a thriving real estate investing business has less to do with subway tile and shiplap and everything to do with whether you've laid a solid foundation to support the life of your dreams. I'm your real estate lawyer turned legal educator host, Bonnie Galam. In my years building a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio, the most important lesson I've learned is that being a successful real estate investor isn't about secret strategies or ninja tactics. It's about doing the basic stuff right and staying laser focused. If you're an ambitious real estate investor or one in the making who's looking to build a real estate portfolio that's secure, streamlined, and creates a life you love, you're in the right place. Each week here on the show, you'll get clear, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you build your real estate business and some tough love along the way to make sure you're not building a house of cards. Let's get started. Over 100 million lawsuits are filed each year in state courts with another 400,000 in federal court. And you may have known that statistic if you've been scared by some other asset protection lawyers, because let's face it, lawsuits seem to be as American as apple pie. But the statistic that I found when researching for this episode may actually come as a surprise to you. About half of all lawsuits are contract disputes. Of those, about 37% are debt collection actions. The next largest group of lawsuits are landlord-tenant actions, which comprise of about 29% of all lawsuits. And finally, only about 7% of all lawsuits involve tort claims, meaning personal injury, and the vast majority of those are arising from, you may have guessed it, car accidents. So why on earth are other attorneys selling asset protection the way that they are? Why are we focusing 100% of asset protection efforts for 7% of lawsuits and of them only a tiny fraction of claims not coming from car accidents? Look, I'm a lawyer myself, but I think you and I both know why this is happening. And take it from me, I learned this the hard way. I got sued. And I did what I thought was right, guys. Leading up and before I got sued for the first time, I did what is the textbook rules. I made the LLCs, I got the insurance, and here I was still finding myself defending myself from a lawsuit. And I'll share more of the details of this lawsuit in my upcoming workshop, but let's just say it was for a personal injury matter. And it was through this experience of being sued that I learned the myth of asset protection the hard way. But through that, I could also see the path forward. And yes, the only way I could shine light on the darkness that is this other 93% of being sued and those lawsuits for, you know, catastrophic injuries was through this experience. And that's why in this week's episode, you'll learn more about the quote unquote old asset protection strategy. And this is the strategy I personally used to follow myself. And I'm willing to bet many of you, if you're not yet students of Landlord Law School, follow as well. I think it's important to look at the weakness of this approach because let's face it, if something leaves 93% of lawsuits on the table, it is weak. And actually, you know what? It's not just that it's weak. It's that it's a catastrophic over-exaggeration. And if you're feeling just as fooled as I was a few years back and are ready to protect yourself from 100% of lawsuits and liabilities and losses, then I want to invite you one last time to join my free upcoming workshop called The Four Legal Myths Real Estate Investors Cannot Afford to Follow and What to Do Instead. Now you're well aware of just how much the traditional legal strategy is a myth and leaves investors exposed, you know, 93% of all lawsuits exposed, and I find that totally unacceptable. And if you do too, you can save your seat at bonniegallum.com slash workshop. Again, that was bonniegallum.com forward slash workshop. Okay, so let's talk about the catastrophic lawsuits a bit more. And let me be clear. 
I have read the laws. I have watched the YouTube videos that other attorneys have put out. I'll admit, I have been wanting to be proved wrong for a really long time. Knowing what I know and having experienced what I experienced as an investor and later as an attorney with my clients, I was really bothered by the fact that this industry, this asset protection industry, has been able to grow so unchecked for as long as it has. And frankly, I feel like I'm swimming against the tide. And that can be really disconcerting and really kind of both frustrating. But the reality was, is the more I dug, the more sure I was that the other lawyers were really selling an expensive myth. Now, don't get me wrong. If you feel more comfortable having a big, complicated plan in place, then have at it. I never want to substitute my risk tolerance for yours. I've said this to my clients many times over the years. It's your money. It's your portfolio, your comfort level. However, what I see so often is this fear mongering that results in a near insistence that if you basically don't have, you know, a Wyoming or Nevada LLC hidden inside of a trust with an attorney who's the trustee, then you're a ticking time bomb. And to that, I say you're a ticking time bomb anyway. And I know that may not make you feel any better, but it's the honest truth. We are a business. You know, I like to say that we are real estate entrepreneurs more than we are real estate investors. And that's because we are constantly putting ourselves out there. We're putting ourselves out there when we have partnerships or when we're dealing with tenants or contractors or realtors or lenders. All of that is stuff that we do to keep the wheels moving in our investing business. And, you know, along the lines of, you know, this, what I think is overkill, of asset protection is the goal of anonymity, which I largely think is rubbish, unless you're like a celebrity. Although, side note, I did see on Instagram the other day that someone shared Kanye West's uh, trust name, trustee's name, which was Kanye, um, and a bunch of other info and the holding LLC and this, that, for the house that he just bought across the street from Kim Kardashian. So I guess so much for that approach for celebrities as well. But even if you're not a celeb, but you feel of some sort of, you know, existing target on your back. You know, I recently spoke with a client of mine who was from a rough community, and he frankly just did not want anyone knowing he had wealth. He felt like it was going to put a target on his back. And I get it. But I still think it doesn't add up to a whole lot, because you still got to sign your names on things. But, you know, I, I guess I digress. Um, you know what? I don't digress because that's really just it, guys. The trust for anonymity, the complex LXC structures, they're designed to hide you from people who don't know you. The accidents, the slip and fall on the ice that's, you know, out in front of your property, which is obviously on my mind a lot this week. And probably for a lot of people here in the Northeast, we've got a bunch of snow uh, storms rolling in this week. And I just I don't think that they give much protection in that sense anyway, because everyone knows behind real estate, whether it's an LLC or a trust, is an insurance policy and, of course, the physical asset. But this traditional and expensive asset protection strategy protects you from the accidents. And we now know these accidents comprise just a small portion of the small portion, the the 7 percent of all lawsuits, which are largely, again, car accidents and medical malpractice. And so you may hear about how litigious America is, but it's definitely not litigious with property uh, liability issues. And, you know, my thought is, is why focus the strategy only on accidents that are totally out of your control? 
and ignore the losses and liabilities that are at least in part inside of our control. And that's where I see the biggest flaw in the old school asset protection strategy. Because I like to think that lawsuits are a lot like car accidents. They're more likely to happen close to home. And the statistics of the breakdown of the percentage of lawsuits in America show just that. Because think about it, why? In the case of car accidents, that's where we drive the most. We're most likely and most often driving close to home. And the same thing for lawsuits. That's where we do our interactions. It's with the people who we're dealing with. And that results in the 93% of lawsuits. And these lawsuits are liabilities because sometimes the reality is, is legal problems aren't necessarily lawsuits. They're just a big waste of money. And I see those types of things in, you know, holding cost delays and evictions or tenant or contractor disputes or where they're crossing the line. It's a liability. And I see these problems as, you know, this drip, 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 you know, picture that leaky faucet in one of your units where, you know, a few drips here and there, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. But if we never tighten that faucet, if we never eliminate the leak and, you know, have this, you know, tight ship, then it really adds up and the damage can, you know, crack and spread and really, you know, destroy the foundation of your investing business. The 93% of lawsuits are costs that are out of pocket for the investor and aren't covered by insurance or even an LLC for the most part, as we discussed in the previous episode. It's just, it's so unlikely that you have a landlord-tenant dispute or even a contract dispute that's in excess of the value of your asset within the LLC on top of the insurance that you have. But theoretically, you know, it could happen, which is why I think LLCs are still worth it in the grand scheme of things. I think they're very inexpensive for the, you know, to be able to put a actual cap on your liability. That's a very powerful thing. And so I'm I'm never going to say don't use these LLCs. I use them in my own business, but I, I have a much simpler plan than what I think a lot of other asset protection attorneys are shilling. And, you know, and so in some, the, the insurance, the LLCs, even the trusts are there to protect you only after things go wrong. They're there for the unexpected. That's exactly the point, the slip and fall, the big things we really can't control, which is why insurance products are around in the first place, to protect us for the things that we really have no control over. And that's what I call defensive asset protection. Whereas what I have named offensive asset protection, it actually prevents the liabilities in the first place, no matter what form they come in. And if you're curious about what this strategy looks like, that tackles and protects against 100% of lawsuits, then join me at the Mythbusting Workshop this Wednesday and Thursday, January 12th and 13th. You can register again at bonniegallum.com forward slash workshop. We already have hundreds of investors already signed up, but I would love to see you there too. And now you know exactly why you shouldn't worry about these catastrophic injury cases as much as other attorneys would like to scare you into believing. But what about when? When should we be putting this all in place? Well, next week's episode will answer just that. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss it. That's it for this week. Bye for now, and I'll see you here, same time, same place, next week. If you want to continue the conversation, jump on over to the free Good Bones Real Estate Investing Facebook group. That's it for this episode of the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'll see you here next week, same time, same place. Until then, go out and build the real estate empire of your dreams.
Thank you for listening to the Good Bones Real Estate Investing Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast player to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now this lawyer's got to drop the fine print real quick. This podcast is educational and not intended to be legal tax or investing advice for you. Please speak with a local professional for specific advice unique to you and your situation. That's it for this episode. Bye for now.